0: In today's episode, I'm talking about stress, the good, the bad, and, well,
1: not so ugly. You're listening to the Nerd Yogi podcast, sharing natural ways to boost your well-being with a sprinkle of mystic and a big coating of science. And I'm your host, Virginie Ferguson, founder, stress management coach, and yoga teacher at clanwellness.com. Also, mother of two, lover of science, and positivity advocate. I help mothers and demanding careers manage home and work life without stress and overwhelm while leveling up on their health and well being using yogic tools and heart coherence backed by science. So stress, when we talk about stress in our everyday language, we think about something that is really bad. Like we don't want to feel stress. So We're like, oh my goodness, I feel stress. This is not good. Well, stress is not always bad. And in fact, stress in the short term is actually really good. So you may be surprised to hear this and you're like, oh yeah, okay, no, I've just heard the stress is bad, it just affects your health, all that's So yes, it does if it becomes chronic, if it lasts for too long. So this is what I wanted to cover today, kind of bust out the myth about stress and explain why stress is good and why it can become so bad. So, before we start, I think it's important that we set the scene and talk about your nervous system. So, I have talked about the nervous system before on this podcast, and you've heard me talking about sympathetic and parasympathetic, and maybe you were a little bit confused or you can't remember. So, I just wanted to go over that again, so you've got a better picture of what happens in your body. So your nervous system is split into two parts. So you have the central nervous system which comprises your brain, your eyes and your spinal cord. And we have got the peripheral nervous system. That is everything else in your body basically. This peripheral nervous system is then further split into two parts. You have got the somatic nervous system, which is the part that we control. So think about um, you moving your arms or doing something that you intentionally do or decide to do. This is your somatic. You control that part. And then you've got the autonomous nervous system, which you may hear a clue in the name, is automatic, so it's control it's your autopilot in the background that uh, make your heart beat, that makes you breathe and um, makes you digest your food, all of these things that you don't need to be aware of and control that happen in the background and naturally. And to complicate things even more, so your autopilot, your nervous system can be split into three parts, but don't worry, we'll only focus on two today. You have got first the enteric nervous system, which is what controls your digestion. So we're just going to park that one for today. And then you have got the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. So the parasympathetic includes all the nerves and systems that will accelerate things in your body. So if you think about your autonomous nervous system, so your autopilot, just think of it as a google car so the google car hasn't got any driver it's just all automatic you have got an accelerator and you have got a brake the sympathetic nervous system is your accelerator it accelerates things in your body speeds up your heart rate speeds up your breathing and then to calm things down we can press on the accelerating pedal all the time we've got a brake So the parasympathetic comes on. It slows things down. So what is what we call the stress response? So the stress response is basically a safety mechanism. That is what is keeping you alive since birth. It allows you to avoid danger, to fight back if you need to, to flee, run away if you need to, or to completely actually freeze and protect yourself, going to survival mode. So your brain can be divided into three parts, if we want to be quite quite generic. So you have got the primitive brain, which is often called the reptilian brain. It is so linked to your instincts into that threat center specifically a structure called the amygdala. So the amygdala has got a role where emotional memories also are made and stored. So the role of the amygdala is to constantly scan the input from your five senses of the environment to check against memories if it is a danger, a threat or not. So if a car comes towards you, you've not even had time to think or realize the car was coming towards you, you'll be already on the other side of the road. You would have fled. You would have run away. That's because your amygdala has just picked up on all your senses and decided this was a threat, a danger, engaged your sympathetic nervous systems, your accelerator, and got you on the move straight away. Once the danger is passed, then your parasympathetic nervous system comes on, your break, to bring you back into balance. So this is what your body is constantly doing every second of every day, is trying to keep you in balance. Accelerator, break, accelerator, break. So what happens when a threat is detected, your accelerator, your sympathetic nervous system is... Triggered comes on then you have got a release of adrenaline to get you moving of cortisol, and things that happen in your body like accelerates your heart rate, your breathing it will divert blood away from the organs to the limbs. it will release energy in the body, so you're stored and uh, glycogen will then be transformed to getting glucose so that energy can be used up by your cells to get you moving quicker. And your immune system gets boosted for a short time, specifically to the throat, because if we're going back to thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago when humans were first on the planet, you know, we would be exposed to dangers such as animals or maybe other human tribes as well that could come in and attack us. So generally speaking, animals, like if we picture again, I know this analogy gets used a lot, but if you were attacked by a tiger, the tiger would grab you by the throat. So generally, your immune system gets boosted, and especially around the throat. So this is why it's a good thing, and this is why I'm saying, you know, stress is not all bad, because stress in the short term is very good. It boosts you, it keeps you safe, it gets you out of danger, and it boosts your nervous system. Then danger passes, break comes on, your heart rate slows down, your breathing slows down, and your body can then enter what's called a rest and digest phase if you are really, really relaxed. This is when the healing occurs. This is when you're going to digest your food and absorb your nutrients. So stress in the short term is good. And in actual fact, I know is very popular at the moment, so I just wanted to mention it in this podcast. Things like the Wim Hof technique. So if you're not familiar with the Wim Hof technique, it includes um, cold water exposure, so cold water submersion, being cold showers, or um, ducking into a cold bath, or in the loch, as a lot of people are doing here at the moment. And it also involves a lot of fast breathing. So what that does is, It shocks your system. So the cold water exposure shocks your system. It becomes a stress to your body. So then your immune system gets boosted. This is why quite a lot of people report when they do the Wim Hof technique that they don't get as many cold. That's because your immune system gets boosted. It's the same with the breathing. You're a fast breather and then becomes quite stressful on the body. So your sympathetic nervous system is on. So, this is the short term boost. Really good for you. Also, when you are in the water and your body is shocked, so your sympathetic nervous system comes on, you get boosted. But then you learn to breathe slowly through it to kind of calm your body down, to kind of calm that response. So, then training your nervous system to be able to be more flexible, moving from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. And this is when it becomes really useful in everyday life because if you are getting triggered and you get angry, fearful, anxious, uh, frustrated, which are all sympathetic, which are all part of the accelerator, but then if you are training your nervous system to be flexible, then you'll be able to self-regulate yourself a lot better and put yourself into the parasympathetic, the break, just to regulate and just come off that anger, that frustration, that stress, that anxiety that you may have. So you don't stay too long in that state. And this is where it's important because when we stay too long in that state, when we get triggered and we're not able to self-regulate, then that stress becomes chronic. And if you think about what I was telling you, what happens in the stress response, adrenaline gets released, cortisol, cortisol is a catabolic hormone, which means it breaks down things in your body. This is why cortisol is needed, because it will go to your liver, it will break down the glycogen molecule to make them back into glucose so it can be used by your body. So if you think about being sympathetic too much, it would just completely deplete your energy stores. Your heart accelerates. It's beating too fast all the time. It gets tired. The blood, remember, is diverted from the organs to the limbs. And so there's no digestion either. So you're not absorbing your food. You're not getting the nutrients you need. Your organs are not bathed in blood as they should be. And your immune system, remember, I said it was getting boosted. But if that goes on for too long, over time, your immune system's actually gets weakened. And this is why when we are in the state of chronic stress, of chronic anxiety, that we feel completely depleted, we get sick, ill, and this is how it can affect our health. So yes, this is the bad. And what I'm saying is not so ugly is because, well, as I was saying in regards to the Wim Hof method and yoga and breathing exercises, we are able to take control of that situation. We are able to train our nervous system to put the brake on and to break that stress response, that pattern, that uh awful kind of circle that we can get caught into that ultimately depletes and make us sick or burned out. So breathing is a big part, as I said, you know, and the Wim Hof method is the slow breathing that will put you back into the parasympathetic. Same with all the breathing exercises that we do in a yoga class, for example, especially if you have had Um, an asana sort of posture practice that is quite stimulating your heart rate will be beating faster so you will be into that sympathetic and then we bring it down slow it down with the breath really putting us into that parasympathetic and we keep going with the meditation which is why sometimes people fall asleep that's because their body puts them completely into that rest and digest Phase which is like sleep. And we do this also with heart coherence, for example, again, leveraging the breathing and even going further with the heart coherence because we're really kind of stimulating and activating positive feelings. So we are embodying that state and it really, really helps to bring the body into that coherent state, into that optimum state of health. So maybe we could do a little exercise right now, actually. We could try a technique from heart coherence, from heart math, which is called heart focus breathing. So if you're not driving or you're at a place where you can sit and close your eyes, then just go ahead. Make yourself comfortable. Make sure the spine is nice and long, that your belly stays soft and the head float up towards the sky. Relax your face, your jaw,
0: tongue and the shoulders. Soften through the hips. Let the sit bones be heavy. Just take a couple of natural breath here. Just noticing the breath coming in and out of the nostrils. And now bring your awareness to your heart or your heart space. Sometimes that
1: can be quite difficult to do. So maybe just bring your awareness to another part of your body first. It could be your thumb, it could be your throat. And just gently, once you've had that connection with the body, bring the awareness to the heart. It
0: can also help to place your hands onto your heart. Feel into that space. And now start to breathe in
1: and out, slower and deeper than you usually do. Make sure that you keep the belly nice and soft, breathe in,
0: send the air down to the bottom of the lungs, flating the belly and breathe out. Keeping your inhale and exhale at equal length.
1: For some people, a good rhythm is breathing in and breathing out to the count of five. But that might be too much for you to start with.
0: So maybe start with three or four. Just find a comfortable rhythm for you. And now invite the breath to flow in and out of your heart. Breathing in through the heart and into the belly. Breathing out through your heart. You may help to visualize the breath as a color, coming in and out. Now just let your breath return to a normal breathing pattern and
1: reopen your eyes. So this technique is really good to interrupt the stress response. So maybe the next time you feel stressed, frustrated, angry, anxious, just stop, focus on your heart and slow that breath. In and out, focusing, inviting the breath to flow in and out of your heart space. It will then allow you to have space to observe where you are and just make a conscious decision of where you want to be next. If you want to stop feeling that anger, maybe invite
0: another feeling, another emotion to come within you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you now understand why the stress is not so bad all the time.
1: To recap, stress in a short term is good. It keeps you safe, alive and it boosts your nervous system. However, when it becomes too long and chronic, this is where we get all the bad stuff that affects our health and it affects our emotional, our mental and our physical health. So try this little technique that I taught you today to bring the foot back onto the brake pedal. This was the Nerd Yogi podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, make sure to subscribe, leave a review or comment on your favorite platform. And if you would like to release stress, take the first step towards better emotional, mental, and physical well-being then check out my free online program three days to calmer you on the clan wellness app head over to clanwellness.com now thanks so much for listening and i'll be back in two weeks
0: with another episode namaste